and a warm welcome to Smashing Secrets Feng Shui. We're your hosts. My name is Chloe. And I'm Joe, and we're a mother and daughter duo. This show is for all of those that are interested in Feng Shui, including those with no previous experience, but would like to learn how you can improve your life and your successes even more than you're doing already. That's right. This is the show for you because we're going to be breaking down the secrets of feng shui, making the principles much more accessible. This is so you can make your good luck better and make your bad luck smaller. And we're going to discuss how to do that with all the other interesting facts and features of feng shui and everything in between. I hope you enjoy listening. (laughs) Hello. Hello, my beautiful darling, and how are you? Hello. I'm all right. How are you? <laughs> I'm a white jack. All right. All right. <laughs> Thanks for doing that. All right. <laughs> oh, you hear this? I didn't fart. That's just the sound of my elbow. Are you sure, Cockney girl? You all right? <laughs> oh. <laughs> have, you, have you got something wrong with your oh digestion? <laughs> I just keep putting my arms on the table and I can't stop making that sound. <laughs> I'm just going to have to put my hands up like this. <laughs> hands up if you've got problems with your digestion. That reminds me of that joke. Do you remember? Oh, yeah. What's this? No. Yeah. What's this? <laughs> I don't know. Is it one, one of them? Is one of these? <laughs> Um, if you don't watch us on YouTube, you're messing out. <laughs> Go onto YouTube and find Smashing Secrets one way. You'll find what a dead one of these is. <laughs> yeah. Oh, one of my favourite jokes when you were a child. It came off the back of a carton, like a juice carton. It was very, very funny. It did give me the giggles. Yeah, it's it lived still on. Does. Yeah, it's lived on for years. <laughs> anyway, hi everyone. Uh, thank you for joining us. We are here with you on this lovely sunny Sunday. day. Sunday here. It's a sunny Sunday. It's pretty warm, and we're both. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. We had had an eventful weekend. (laughs) And we're both a little bit um, stunned still. Chloe's Chloe's having a a dodgy digestion, which... um... I'm not having dodgy digestion. (laughs) Stop saying that. (laughs) Which I thought would account for the windy pops. No. (laughs) I do, however, have extraordinarily... Like, I don't know, I think I've got hives on my legs. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Like, there's something in the bed or in the bedroom that keeps biting my legs. And oh, now... you've had a bout of... Um, you're allergic to something. You're having well, an I allergic reaction. I think I'm allergic reaction. to bites. It's definitely an allergic reaction. But I've got this, okay. like, massive, like, uh, hive-looking rash on my leg. <laughs> And loads which, is of other a nice, <laughs> which is a nice tie-in to what I wanted oh, yeah, to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> what I wanted to talk about today. So sorry for all the hot air, everyone. Not, <laughs> not, not my fault. Oh, it's, it's not doing which it I'm now. Not, which curious, I'm not. And curious. Yeah, no. <laughs> Why isn't it doing it now? <laughs> Just don't stand up suddenly. Yeah, I'm trying. To, 
Oh, whatever. Anyway, this episode, as you can tell from the title, it's all about health. <laughs> well-being. Mom is projecting that windows. I've got a bad stomach, <laughs> when in fact I just have hives. So, get it straight. Okay. <laughs> what are you drinking? It's that digestive um, tea. You'll need it. It's oolong. Oolong. Oolong? Tea. How long? Tea from Taiwan. So, Mum, I haven't asked you how you are. I'm pretty fine and dandy. Thank you for asking. I feel fine. (laughs) (laughs) Fine and dandy. (laughs) I have no um, bodily sort of irregularities. (laughs) Me neither. (laughs) But if if one of you that is listening does, it's fine. Mum has it too. She's drinking oolong tea to help. Yeah, oolong tea. It's good good for digestion mm. and detoxification. Mm-hmm. And um, it's pretty tasty. Yeah. <laughs> I really like it. I like it a lot. Oh, that's all right. Now, um, I'm glad we're talking about health, actually, because as we mentioned, I think, last episode, we have a sickness star that flew into the centre of the um, Flying Star Charts, which... Is technical talk for um, everyone's going to feel some degree <laughs> of, um, of, a, of a bit of a sluggish energy. Now, it's not all bad. All the stars have good and bad qualities. And the good qualities of that star, woo, is, um, that's Chloe falling backwards to anybody. Um, <laughs> the good energy associated with this star is to do with... Um, is, is actually good for money. It's good for property development, land development. It's good for real estate. It's good for um, planning for the future. So there's loads of good stuff, but the good stuff's sort of not really sort of easily available now. Instead, the, the unfavourable qualities of that particular star are still in place, and they will be in place um, for another couple of months until we get to spring next year. And that can relate to to feeling sluggish, feeling sick, being a little bit more accident prone, uh, misunderstandings, um, procrastination or lethargy, um, brain fog, whole loads of stuff, um, poor digestion, anxiety. When did this start? Um, on the 8th of August, it flew in, and it's going to remain in place until the 8th of September. Oh, my God, because I've been feeling so brain foggy. Like, I'm so unmotivated to, like, do anything. Mm. Mm. Like, and it's just, like... A you general just... sort of layer. Yeah. Blank, yeah, blanket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's been since that time. Yeah. Like, well, nearly, like, on the dot. Well, the good news is that there are other stars that can um, shake it loose, shake you free. And that's why Feng Shui is so useful, because it it tells you what to expect, when to expect it, and how to kind of pivot to... Yeah, yeah, navigate. I prefer that. Well done. Um, And in fact, you're doing exactly the same thing, because you're going to change your routine. You're going on holiday. Mm -hmm. And you're doing something unusual. You're going on holiday without... Clear destination. <laughs> <laughs> We're going kayaking and wild camping. So it's going to be wet. Yeah, in Sweden. Yeah, so that sounds really fun. Apparently it's um, an amazing thing to do. Sweden's really sort of geared up for that. So um, Yeah, mum like was worried about me getting eaten by bears. Yeah, totally. Definitely. Still am. And... Um, 
you sort of didn't help your case when you mentioned that you needed special survival licenses when you were looking at Norway. Oh, yeah, I was looking at Norway, yeah. I mean, that was like a whole other thing. But there was like fjords that we could go through. But because of the the wind on top of the fjords, when they come through, they can just make they can just make big waves, essentially. And being on a tiny kayak, you need you need to have like rescue qualifications in that craft. That's what you want to call it. Craft? Sport? Hobby? Holiday. (laughs) Holiday. And uh, yeah, the difficulty was like free. And we're like, yeah, sounds all right. But we need loads of training. So we're just like, you know what? Before we buy a kayak (laughs) and train and spend loads of money and go to all these places, maybe we should do something easier. Uh, Still involve a similar product but you know <laughs> less death do would be good. yeah yeah just make it make it less less scary so that's what we're doing but no promises ladies and gentlemen it's brackish water we are near the ocean are you mm-hmm. oh yeah i'll show you my sea chart Gosh, so you you will be dealing with quite strong currents i should imagine Mom's you have, now. yeah <laughs> Yeah, well, it was like when you told me you were going to go free swimming with sharks. I mean, that's not something your child tells you every day. I went sailing before that. The boat was like 45 degrees on top of the water because it was so windy. And I was driving the boat. (laughs) It was really scary. It was really scary. I was having anxiety the entire time. I was just like, is the boat meant to be this close down to the water? (laughs) Like, <laughs> I'm actually getting anxiety now, which That's is the whole fine. purpose of we're dispelling anxiety. Well, yes, anxiety is a mental health. Yeah. And can feng shui help, I think, was the question you were planning on asking. I've got some questions, yes. Mm. Would you be interested in finding out my question? Oh, did you hear that? Yeah, was that you? No. Was that the cat? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you've been feeding Theo. <laughs> Dog. <laughs> I have got some feng shui related health questions. Okay. For go, go, yours go. truly. Are you ready? <laughs> to be, uh, um, do you I want am. this to be a speedy round quiz? No, no, because then I start shouting and people get scared, <laughs> <laughs> including me. But we did find some, no control. We did find some good music for it, so I'm going to put that on. I'm gonna. I'm. We're gonna do a quiz. We're gonna do a quiz. Okay. So, are you ready? <laughs> Can't we just talk freely without being told off? Ladies <laughs> and gentlemen, boys and girls, and everyone in between, welcome back to Smashing Secrets Feng Shui. I am Chloe, your host, and with me is our guest expert producer of Feng Shui, Joe Russell. Joe, how are we doing? I'm not a producer of feng shui. <laughs> You're a producer of crazy nutcase daughter maniac behaviour. <laughs> and we love to see it. We love to see it. Okay, Joe. Okay, Joe. We're back in the room. Number one. Oh, that music. It's good. Is that a new one? That's a yeah, new one. Yeah, I found that one. It was a good one. Okay. Okay. <laughs> You're now all like... where's the coffee i need more caffeine yeah i do need more caffeine all right how does feng shui view the connection between our living environments and our physical and mental health okay 
Well, your physical environment is, if you like, a reflection of your inner health, your inner well-being, your your um, way of um, projecting yourself into the world, I suppose. I mean, if you think about different styles of um, interior design, you've got all sorts of different ways of sort of things you're intuitively drawn to that express yourself. So you can think of different colours, different textures, different design features. I mean, some people very zen-like have empty space and it's more about clean lines. Some people like lots of colour or lots of different sort of imagery that's that's sort of very symbolic, signifies different things to different people, triggers for or reminders for things. So there's all different styles, but feng shui is about understanding what those styles represent. And um, if you can, work in harmony with the property and then uh, larger the environment that you're in. That's what feng shui is really about, the natural energies of the environment. So if you have really good natural energies within you around your property and your home is positioned in such a way to easily receive those energies because not all properties will you could have a great location but your house could be closed off to it and a lot of that good energy sort of you're only getting a small portion of it so you need a good house to receive it and there's feng shui tells you what to look out for and you allow that energy in. Now, automatically, you will be blessed with good energies related to success, achievement, good health, good relationships. That on its own is going to improve your mental health and well-being because suddenly life's a lot easier and things are going in, 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 your, in your fortune. Things are going well for you. And likewise, if, you're, if you've got bad feng shui or you're, you're, you feel that your luck's suddenly changing, not not for the better, but your things are starting to get a little bit out of control. Your home will show you first where the problems lie. For um, like health, we were talking about health. That's very much related to the kitchen. Mm. So um, it's a f- where you prepare your food. So if you're sort of feeling a bit, if you're, say, overworked and you're very tired or you're very stressed out or maybe you're suffering from anxiety or, or stress or, or things, so you, you can't cope with general cleaning, you know. So um, the kitchen starts to sort of look a bit run down. It starts to look a bit sort of neglected. And that could be you also neglecting your health. You're overworked, you're overtired, you're overstressed. And then we look at the bedroom as well. What does that tell us? That can show, again, if it's um, kind of messy and and you've got got all the the clothes everywhere, the bed's not made, um, it could be anything that gives it away. Mm. Um, that again could show that there's problems in relationships and that could be another indicator that deep down the person's sort of not having a good relationship with themselves, let alone with a relationship outside that. So that's another indicator that, you know, the feng shui is, let, is exposing the cracks. And so you do something about the feng shui and then that energy, that flow of energy is restored and psychologically, people respond because it, it, we're all made up of energy. So if if there is something wrong, you feel it. You feel it intuitively before you're sort of consciously aware of it, unless you know the principles of feng shui. Then you can sort of think, oh, yeah, I better sort that out. <laughs> mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Mm. By having a better energy flow, you've got higher levels of um, balance in your life. 
So it's not all go, 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 yang. Mm. Equally, it's not so slow and heavy and lethargic, like very yin, excessive yin. That's where um, you can get stomach disorders. So again, mm. so if, you, if your environment is very extreme, so extremely yang, lots of activity, lots of noise, a lot of deadlines, a lot of pressure, you're going to have a disrupted balance in your body because you mm. can't carry on like that all the time. It's pressure on the heart, pressure on the brain, pressure on the digestion, you're gobbling food down, it might be too hot, too cold. You know, it's it's very hard to to digest the food. That in turn, your the digestion has can create all chronic disease, can can have a, a, a all sorts of things can be related to that. Um, and then if you're too damn lazy and you're, you're sort of not applying yourself, then that leads to chief stagnation. Mm-hmm. And um, and then you lose your confidence, um, you, you lose your ability to interact with other people, um, you feel very insecure. Yeah, and that can snowball. Mm, and mm. Um, have de- terrible. That's why co- the lockdowns of COVID were so triggering for so mm, many people. Mm, you know, mm. and and for kids, you know, at school and stuff. Mm. Well, that's actually a good segue. Um, my next question was: with the rise of remote work, especially after COVID, so with the with the rise mm. of remote work and virtual communication, how can individuals incorporate? feng shui into their digital or virtual workspaces to support their health. Okay. Yeah, that's really important. Um, remote work and um, and actually I think even period nine as we accelerate into period nine, which let's be honest, is only a few, I mean, if the transition's been going since 2017, you've got the early heaven sequence and the later heaven se- sequence. So the early heavens, heaven sequence began in 2017, but it became faster and more obvious during 2020, when the later heaven sequence became aligned with the same transition. So you've got this added sort of pressure. And um, it's very much about individualism. It's about um, being happy in your own skin. So having a space in your home dedicated to, say, remote work or mm. applying yourself um, professionally is well, – so not having it interfere perhaps um, – in the bedroom. So if you can avoid putting mm. a workstation in the bedroom or the kitchen, mm. you know, I know it might be tempting, even the dining room, there's, you know, that can, you know, if you've got space to have a permanent work environment, you can feng shui that, you can tie that into flying stars or your eight mansions. Um, you can look at land formation and have a look at what view you've got outside in the window. Is it favourable? Will it? Is it in a supportive, positive land formation? Is it, it, does it affect your eight mansions? Your desk position, is that favourable for you or unfavourable for you? There's loads of things you can take into account. Mm. But if you align yourself up with the positive energies, then it's going to reduce stress. It's mm. going to create a better flow of energy. You can use incorporate colours if you want, have soothing colours. If you keep the area nice and clean and tidy and organised, it can be um, very therapeutic. It can also help with communication. Mm-hmm. There's loads of applications. Feng shui can definitely help. Mm. You don't need to be feng shuiing a whole building. You can feng shui your desk. Mm. It can it can apply to lots of different applications. Mm. Okay. I feel like we've gone over 
mental health in terms of just keeping things clutter-free, having space, incorporating colours that are very soothing. What about physical health? Like, so, for instance, I've got this rash on my leg. How how does that reflect in the feng shui of my house, or does it reflect in the feng shui of my house? Well, it can do. You can look for clashes. So um, let's have a look at today while we're recording. Just have a look at what energy we've got and why you're reacting to it. Well, I've had this reaction since at least yesterday and maybe the day before. Well, you were very stressed yesterday. I've been stressed all week. Okay, so maybe, well, so stress causes internal heat, Mm -hmm. rashes, uh, so the skin is... And nosebleeds and headaches. So all of these are classic signs of high blood pressure brought on by stress and tension. You've been under a great deal of pressure and you're running out of time because you're going on holiday. We could look at the feng shui as well, but I think let's just have a quick look at the bard sea. Oh, and we've got the sickness star in the centre. So generally speaking, you're mm. you're feeling you're wading through treacle, yeah? Mm. What's the date? So I suppose it's like mental health is then it comes through, like stress comes through in such funny ways in your body. Yeah. But also the flying stars can be difficult. Yeah, so yesterday, um, so the 19th of August was um, a clash for against the rabbit. It was a rooster day, clashes against the rabbit. So for a lot of people that can cause problems with their health. The rooster is also the first point of digestion and um, the rabbit does is associated in the bag with health. So it's brought something to your attention. So you can... Um, Maybe I would take something and put an antihistamine cream on it just because, you know, that works. <laughs> yeah, common sense. <laughs> yeah. But also, if I look at the stars, it's an eliminating day. So it might be something in your diet that you need to eliminate. eliminate. Or the it's, delivery. Uh, Do you get delivery yeah. in the States? Yeah, because we had all that salt. We went for some lunch, didn't we? It was quite salty. Yeah, but I mean, I've been eating delivery like every day for. Well, then, duh. Why do you think you're having problems? So, um, yeah, it'll clear up. But, yeah, the thing you need to eliminate is um, takeaways. Save a heap of money as well. But what about if I don't want to? Cook. You know how to cook. You're a good cook. What's a saucepan? (laughs) What's a frying pan? There's there's actually good energy today. So if you start changing your ways, you'll have success. Just have a look at tomorrow. Yeah, come on, it's fine. Your rash will go. So is your kitchen clean and tidy? Um, it, it gets really clean and tidy, but then it turns into an absolute sh- storm. <laughs> <laughs> storm. But then it just repeats oh, that. Talking of which, can we send our love and respect to all the people um, suffering from the forest fires and um, around the world? I mean, obviously Maui, but um, in also from um, all the countries that are having this, Greece, all the countries that are suffering, um, we send our love and prayers to everyone. That's a beautiful message. I don't understand where it came from, from Kitchen. <laughs> oh, because I was thinking of fires in the kitchen <laughs> and storms. Yeah, it's been um, quite shocking, actually, isn't it? All the Mm. fire energy erupting everywhere. Mm. 
Um, let's go back to the subject. Is there anything else you want to tell us about health and feng shui? Yeah. So first of all, um, pay attention for immediate results. Pay attention to your kitchen. Keep your kitchen nice and clean and tidy. Um, pay attention to our daily Twitters or join our Patreon, which I have more. I'm doing more information on the Patreon than I am on Twitter because I have more space, really. Twitter limits my space. <laughs> but um, but I'm going to be adding to that daily. So there'll be all sorts of things on how to work in harmony with the flying stars and the energies that are available. But if you want to make immediate sort of positive effects to your health and well-being, reduce tiredness, anxiety, procrastination, lethargy, have better sleep at night, um, generally, you know, feel better. And um, that would be your kitchen and your bedroom. Have a look at what's going on. You could, um, if it needs work, then obviously tidy up. Oh, what was that, Chloe Marie Lansdowne? I just keep hitting stuff over here. <laughs> glad it wasn't me. And um, so look after do a nice um, clean-up on your kitchen and then your bedroom and um, then sort of pay, pamper yourself. Spend time in the southwest. We've got really lovely energy there. Um, the sickness star will pass away from the 8th of September and will be replaced by a more favourable energy, which is really good for cleansing. But you can start the process now by stop eating foods that are bad for you, Miss Marie, Chloe Marie. Marie. Um, that's a good start, isn't it? <laughs> what else? I can't think of anything else. I bet there's loads of things. Yeah, we should probably. we should review this at another stage. Is there any other questions that I can ask you? If you wish. Um... The wood elements associated with health and well-being. By the way, this is a good music. One. <laughs> Do the cleaning. I was doing that before I did this. What music were you playing? Oh, like house music. Loud? Yeah. So that the neighbours can get over the dog barking. Yeah. <laughs> there was like a warehouse party next to our house the other day. I had a party at the back of me. They were going on. They were still going on at really early hours of this morning. Oh, uh, I bet you wanted to hang out. <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of like, hello. Hello. <laughs> over here. All right. My last question is, are there any misconceptions or myths about feng shui's impact on health that you'd like to address. Right. <laughs> I've got. I've, I've Where got, did you get that from? I've got <laughs> one common misconception. See if you agree with this: is that feng shui alone can replace medical treatment. While it can support, no, you don't want to do that. While it can support overall wellness, it should be seen as a complementary practice rather than a substitute for professional healthcare. I totally agree with you. Yeah, um, the, the, what you, feng shui is an energy. It's it's not instead of. It's as it's it's living in harmony with your environment and recognizing the power your environment can influence you. But it's it's you can't just sit in a cave and expect um, something to get better on its own. What feng shui can do is it can influence the, the quality of, um, say, doctor you meet, um, the timing of operations. You can use feng shui to, to measure that. So you've got uh, the lucky stars. You, it can, you 
you can use it to find out all sorts of things and align with the positive things that, that are good for you because everyone's different. Mm. So feng shui can certainly help you, but it's not instead of. It should never be instead of. In fact, um, I've had um, charts with people where we've done feng shui and new doctors and new therapists and new healers have appeared that were unavailable before. So because the, the energy is vibrating at a higher quality or higher frequency, so it's brought out a better quality of medical um, mm. experts, mm. which um, were were not easily accessible before. So yeah, feng shui can help, but it's never, ever, ever instead of. How about um, on that subject? Have you got any examples of type of clients that had health problems, and you've? told them some feng shui advice and it helped well yeah i have but i i I don't want to betray anybody's confidence i i mean i think the safest option for me would be to talk about the in improving people's lives generally generally speaking so they've got less stress they've got less um internal kind of conflicts um particularly people that have irrational fears and so it's more like mental health no it's it could be anything it depends i mean even digestion you know digestion it can be the root of of all disease i believe it it starts with the guts and um even including mental health mental health can be adjusted by um the bacteria biome in in your body so I think it's too fast a subject to just say, here's one example. I think there's, I think that would warrant perhaps a, a much wider research, research, and um, with lots and lots of people. I think, um, I, I think that's very hard for me to sort of pinpoint. Yeah. Mm. Okay. But the short answer is, yeah, I think feng shui can help. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Well, we are on our last minute, so... Oh, cool. Well, that, that worked out well then. Yeah. For me. Did you... <laughs> <laughs> Chloe wanted to cut it down to 20, and I was like, no, let's do 30. And she was like, we'll work for 20. 30. 30. 30. All right. Well, bye, everyone. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. Go clean up your uh, living room. Not living room, your kitchen and your bedroom. Yeah, nasty. Yeah, nasty. But also look at your facing direction because um, that could also um, be the cause as well. See what's immediately outside your property and what um, when you open your front door, what kind of energies are coming in? Are you looking at busy main roads? Are you looking at a beautiful landscape? Are you, um, you know, what kind of energy is out there? What are you inviting into your home every time you open that main door? That could have a bearing on your health. There's there's mm-hmm. loads of different layers, but, you know, email or message us and we'll, we'll help individuals who are concerned. Cool. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. As usual, you can find us on Instagram at Smashing Secrets. You can find us on YouTube at... Smashing Secrets. You can find us on Twitter at Smashing Secret. Uh, you, can, you can email us at smashingsecrets at outlook.com. 
And you can find us on Patreon. <laughs> on Smashing Secrets. So if you didn't know that we were Smashing Secrets by this point, you should look in the mirror. <laughs> oh, anyway. my lovely girlfriend, I love you. I love You're you beautiful. too. I'm gonna, I don't think I can talk to people today because my brain's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so goodbye <laughs> oh well I think you're gorgeous and beautiful and a source of inspiration and joy I hope your hives go down and you have a good day <laughs> <laughs> thanks for that bye <laughs> you should see how happy mum looks right now <laughs> Yeah, I done. Cool. <laughs>